The Career Establishment's Talent Talk Asia podcast is brought to you in partnership with Vincere, the all-in-one CRM for ambitious recruitment businesses. Founded by Asia-based recruiters back in 2012, over a thousand recruitment companies choose Vincere to accelerate their growth. Whether your business is contract, temp, executive search or perm, if you're looking for a new breed of tech partner, talk to Vincere. Visit vincere.com io forward slash talent talk asia for an exclusive offer for all listeners of this podcast hi i'm andrea ross your host and in this series we feature some of the most successful talents from across the region to discuss the forces opportunities and challenges that are shaping the corporate landscape if you're keen to be a guest on the show then please reach out James Coe, CEO and founder of James Kenneth Coe Executive Search, has been recruiting across Asia Pacific for over 20 years for the likes of TMP and Aquent. In 2010, he bravely decided to go alone and has built a thriving recruitment business within the marketing communication industry. If you're a fan of interior design, which I am, then you'll recognize James as he's been a regular host on the HGTV channel. So today, um, my guest on Talent Talk Asia is the serial entrepreneur James Coe from James Kenneth Coe, a regional recruitment business based in Singapore. You would have recognised his name as he was mentioned as one of the main rivals of a previous guest on the show, on the show Patricia Chat Tan at Charterhouse. Now, James is born and bred Singaporean. He started his advertising career with Saatchi and Saatchi before moving on to Bartle Bogle Hegarty. Gosh, that's a bit of a tongue twister. And TBWA Tequila. He then moved into agency recruitment with Morgan and Banks for three years before moving to Aquent, where he spent just over six years as MD for their Singapore office. And then in their last year as their regional practice lead for advertising and media. In February 2010, he went it alone and set up Jane's Kenneth Co. No guessing whose firm that is, which focuses on the media communication sector and gave himself a pretty cool title as CEO. Now, James is not your conventional recruitment leader. He is a talented interior designer. He's transformed homes for his clients as well as being a regular host on the HGTV channel for a popular show called Small Spaces. So do check it out if you haven't seen it already. Today, we'll be finding out how James's unconventional outside hobbies has fueled the success of his business. James, welcome to the podcast. That was a long intro, <laughs> that wasn't was, it? Thank you. Ooh, sorry, I need a little bit of need a bit of a lie down but after now that. Now I have to live up to that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's fantastic. I really wanted you on the show because when when Patricia mentioned you, I obviously did the whole mm. right finding out who that guy is, if because uh, she's an amazing recruiter. So for her to say she had a, someone that she completely admired, I was like. Bloody hell, he must be good. Um, and so I'm so delighted to have you on the show. But also the fact that you're a really different type of recruitment leader, yep. um, that you're not your traditional type of um, sort of MD um, in the respect that you've that you've got a really huge talent for that, for the interior design side, which mm. you've got done coincided with running a successful recruitment business. So I'm really keen to you know, talk me through where all that came about. You know, when did you know that that was something that you were really interested in? Well, I guess you can say creativity was always in my DNA yeah. just since I was a kid. I've uh, always been interested in you know, plays in acting and singing. And I was oh, like, really? All through that. Yeah, oh, right. I was doing okay. that. But then after that, I was like going, well, you can't really earn big bucks <laughs> in, 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 in the art. So that's what I thought, right? So I thought, what's the next best thing? So I went to uni. I did my Bachelor of Commerce in Advertising. Okay. And I got my first role in, in an ad agency. You okay. Know? So I thought, you know, work plus creativity, yeah. you know, perfect, right? Yeah. So it started as a suit uh, on mm-hmm. client management, mm-hmm. uh, worked with Saatchi's and BBH mm, and TBWA cool. and all of that. Did that for about seven years. And just like every agency person, they're like going, okay, I don't want to be an agency anymore. I want to go on client side. So I tried doing that. And the headhunter that placed me in my last job, which was Morgan Banks, uh, right. just said, no, you know, why don't you join us? 
So I didn't. I mm. just like most recruiters, they, yeah. we, we don't really think about being in recruitment, no. so we just fell into it. It's, everyone says that. Everybody, Absolutely everybody. Everyone. I've not met one person that said I went to university specifically to <laughs> to train to be a recruitment consultant. Precisely. So I went in and I said, "Oh, I haven't really thought about that." So uh, my then boss didn't talk to me and, te- and told me kind of like why I should be. So mm. you've got industry, you know, you can still do what you do, but you know. Minus the politics, the long hours, the blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she sold me the role. Yeah. Uh, and 20 years later. <laughs> 20 years later. Wow. I'm still in, in advertising. So, you know, so started in agency, went mm. into recruitment, but the industry that I was recruiting for was still in the agency sector. Right. Okay. So I can still use uh, yeah. everything that I've learned, right? Um, I don't create, but I still talk to people who are creative and I still look at creative ideas. I assess that and all that. So it's still in the job, you know, so I was still doing it, but Mm. in a different perspective. Uh, So after doing that for about, well, yeah, I've been headhunting now for about 20 years, but in the last maybe six years, uh, I was doing my homes. You know, I I, I designed my home and I kind of like, just did it out of passion. I right? saw your mum's home. Oh, on thank you. You. That's on YouTube, isn't <laughs> yes. it? Oh my God, it's so nice. Honestly, your mum must be like just swanking it up with her friends going, yeah, do you want to come for a cup of tea and just have a look at my swanky yeah, actually, place? I, she was actually supposed to, to move in with me. Then right? I renovated her place and then she went, no, I'm not moving in with you. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's yeah. what everyone should do if they yeah. don't want their parents to she live said, with no, them. She said, no, I'm going to stay here. Thank you very much. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's a really nice pad. Yeah, so... With interiors, I I just did it, and the and the homes got featured. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where did it get featured then? It got it got featured in the first my place got featured in Square Rooms, uh, mm. and then after that, Mom's uh, got featured in Home and Deco. Wow. Uh, yeah. So when it was first featured at at Square Rooms, the editor just asked me whether you know who did I use, and I just went I I did it, and she went oh, so she said you've got a good eye. And I went, yeah. oh, okay. So that kind of like planted the seed. Yeah. But it wasn't something that I kind of harnessed. It was just, I guess, in me. It was just in you. It was yeah. like natural talent. Maybe. Yeah. But mm. that I was, oh, geez, maybe I was like 40 or 43 when I actually started doing homes. So so was there anything before that though? No. What, did you just like shopping or, you know, yeah, did you like I, I just, I just, cutting people's hair? Or was there no. any other kind of creativity <laughs> that was? Well, I would sing. I do theatre. Oh, so, okay. So there was still there this expression of creativity yeah. coming through, but it, it only led to the household yeah. side till a bit much later on. Much later, yeah, much later. When I first came back from uni and when I started my first job in Saatchi and Saatchi as an AE, um, account executive, uh, I got into play by uh, action theatre at that point in time. It was a musical. Right. And it was the first play that I ever auditioned for and I got the lead role. Wow. So it was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. So, so I suppose you, you were feeding this creativity, yeah, but, but it, it's it's come in different forms yeah. along your life. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm, Pretty much. So I've been doing that. So. so how did you find the time, though, to be doing recruitment? Because, I mean, I know when we caught up with coffee before this, <laughs> you said you were doing your clients' homes. Like, where, where does that lead? Like, you, you know, you're talking about, you know, I'd like you to just take up this assignment. It's going to cost 25%. Yep. And also, can I do your home? Yeah. Like, you know, is it part of the proposal? <laughs> no, no, like, no. how did that work? No. So, I guess when, when I was doing recruitment and when I was doing the interior bit, mm-hmm. they were basically my homes. Right? So, right. then they got featured and I would put, post it on Facebook. And then very – after a while – I was like going, okay, because I'm not trained, right? Uh, so how am I going to go out and prospect if I don't have a portfolio? So I had to start doing jobs for free, really. My friend's right, homes, okay. my, you know, whatever. Loved you. <laughs> so as they got, as we started doing it and, and every home that I did would normally get picked up by a magazine and get featured. Wow. And I would post it on Facebook. So my, my clients would see it on Facebook going, ah, oh, James, here we go. So, you know, it was just kind of like a matter of fact, like, would you care doing this? So what became kind of like a hobby yeah. with no money, just yeah. like a passion, yeah. then became a, a paid hobby. That's amazing. You know? How and did you juggle it then with work? I think it's just focused. Like once again, you know, when I started uh, search or headhunting, that was like I said, 20 years. So I had a good 10, 14 years or mm. maybe 12 years mm. that I was really just hunkered down and just focus on the craft and doing, 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 right. doing. You'd already had your network yeah, by I then. I already then. did right. it. Um, 
you know, I, I was in Aquin and then I left. And then from Aquin, we were like 20 strong at that point in time when I was managing the office. Right. And then when I did it on my own, we were a team of four, right? And I went back uh, to just really transacting and doing all of that. And I, I could manage my time. Mm. Yeah. So focus. Headhunting was still first and foremost. Yes. Yeah. Front and center. Yeah. But whatever time that I could, you know, I'll do it. I mean, if... If you're your own boss, you know, kind of like yeah. figure out where your priorities lie yeah. and where, you know, so yeah. headhunting paid the bill. So you focus on that yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. If you can throw in a, a house to do off at the same time, totally it's even we'll do better. It. Yeah. So, how, I mean, as you as you know, I'm a Gallup Strengths coach, which yeah. uh, which is all about recognizing, harnessing your talents to be successful. How do you think having a passion mm. that is, it's a natural talent. You can't just go into a house and do it mm. up. Um how do you think that having those natural talents and being able to enhance has helped you be a CEO of your business, do you think? I think... To be a successful CEO, should I say? I think to be successful in anything that you do, whether you're a CEO or a manager or anything, um, you always have to think, right? You, you, you're always thinking of ideas or how to solve problems mm -hmm. and all of that. And I think creativity and, and doing stuff a little bit different... Mm. forces your mind to think mm -hmm. outside the conventional box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? totally agree. You know, totally I mean, agree. so whether it's, I don't know, whether you, whether you do interiors, where you do flower making, whether it's in a hobby that or, you do. Yeah, even if it's sports. Or sports, yeah. anything, yeah. right? Clear your mind, free do something mind. and free the yeah. mind. Um, you would also have to do problem solving in, in those kind of things, whether it's resilience, whether it's whatever, yeah. discipline. Yeah. But you learn, right? And then you go back and you apply yeah. so i i think that kind of helped me so it fueled it fueled your your um your leadership the way that you could run a business by freeing so. that mind freeing that mind um always thinking about ideas how mm -hmm. to improve the business how to be better looking at like for example in in search you know how do we market ourselves how mm -hmm. do we brand ourselves that all comes with kind of like not say creative thinking but you know I was in advertising. So in the past, I was building brands like whether it's Levi's or yeah. things like that. So now, now it's you. We're building brands for ourselves, like yeah. me. So, so James Co. So what was that like? I mean, obviously you had your name. So everyone knew that, knew that it was you in terms of the company. Mm. You weren't using a name that no one could sort of work out. Um, so when you then went from Aquent to your own company, yeah. What, how did you grow your brand? How did you market that? Because I get that question by a lot of people that have set up their own recruitment firms or set their own business up. The one thing is kind of, who am I? How do I market that? Where do I start? Is it, just, you know, where, how did you go about doing that? Wow. <laughs> go back all that time. <laughs> I think Take it was just, I think it was just being me. I know it just sounds maybe a bit So what's simplistic. you? Who are you? I think just being authentic. I mean, like, you know, in Morgan and Banks, I was already doing, uh, and for Morgan and PMP mm. and, and Aquin, I was always in the marketing, advertising, creative, media, branding, digital. Yeah. I've always been in that space. So I've been doing that this now for 20 years. So the first 10 years, I've already had that. So, but why? But what? But they could easily just stay using Morgan and Banks. They could still yeah. keep using Aquin. So, yeah. so why should they move to you? They didn't have to. <laughs> okay, so they, how did you create that loyalty do, then? They, how did you they didn't have to. Um, I guess, I I don't know. I, I think it's just... Don't be humble on me now. Uh, <laughs> I want proper answers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just your relationship and how you deal with people. Mm -hmm. We are in the executive search business. We are in, in recruitment. And the last thing that people uh, want to feel like is commodities. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day... When you're presenting people, they know that you get paid when you place them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you've got Obviously. a dollar sign over mm -hmm. your head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, but nobody likes to be treated like that because it's very clinical. It's very cold. And uh, so, yes, we know that. That yeah. is part and process. Yeah. But when you're dealing with your clients and when you're dealing with your candidates, let's, let's talk about clients first. Mm. When you're dealing with your clients, you don't go in and, and go straight, okay, what's the job? Da, 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 and mm -hmm. go straight to the brief. Yeah, straight to business. No, it's, it's, I won't say do small. Yes, you can do small talk and talk about them. But more importantly, you need to talk about their business. Mm -hmm. Look at their business point of view first. Understand mm -hmm. their, their business point of view. And then when they know, or seriously, if 
if a let's say if you're going let's say if I go to a new client and don't they don't know me from a bar of soap, mm-hmm. <laughs> they go, oh, you're gonna be like every other recruiter, right? Yep. But if I can get five or ten minutes in front of them and I start talking and I you know ask them questions and stuff, some of them you you can see. When you start the meeting, they'll go. We don't have any roles. Yeah. To the end、yeah. of the meeting, they're going. Actually, we <laughs>、yeah. have this. Yeah. But how?、Yes. How did you turn that around? Yeah. You turn it around because you've asked intelligent questions.、Mm. You were interested、mm-hmm. in their business. You could add to that, right?、Mm-hmm. Um, you can consult. Yeah. Right. And from there, they go.、Yeah. Ah, this guy knows his shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So from there, they go. Okay. Now I'll talk to you. Yeah. And. I've been doing this for the last twenty years, and I can say, from a JD perspective,、mm. I would get maybe ten percent of my clients giving me JDs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Seriously, you know, because、uh, the other thing I I always train my my staff is if you go there and you ask your client a JD, you've lost the role because you don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point. You yeah. know. Yeah. So. If you go to a client and the client says, "Oh, we're looking for marketing director," blah 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 blah, then we're like, "Okay, so how does that differ from yeah, X Y Z?" Z yeah, or yeah. do you need X amount of years of experience? If you have、yep. this, and what's going to have that? How、yeah. is it? You know. So if you ask all those questions,、yeah. you already have the JD. Yeah. And a lot of times JDs are very standard. Yeah. They don't really add very much. So you can、yeah. have a generic L- one. Load of buzzwords. But、mm. you you have to poke holes into it. Yeah. And if you don't know how to poke holes into it. Then you you can't really find a person because、mm. there's so many aspects、mm. to it the the hard skills to the soft skills to、mm. to who's the manager and why would this person fit and it, it's not a science I, that's it's a science and it's an art at、yeah. the same time、yeah. it's not as easy as what people think so to answer your question so building relationships with、yeah. the client and at the same time with the candidate similar、uh, finding out. Who they are, their strengths,、mm. their weakness, you know, but try and get deeper. And I think that the thing that always works with me is if you share a little bit about yourself,、mm. because if I've only met you for ten minutes,、mm. why would I spill my guts to you? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I agree. I、yeah. don't know you. You've got, to, you've got to get that vulnerability out quite、yeah. quickly. But I think sometimes that's quite hard for people because I think、yeah. there's still that, especially for sort of. Young recruiters, I suppose, they're going into it feeling they they need to work so hard at the credibility and the reliability. But actually, from a trust perspective, we actually just want to see the person. Yeah, we really do want to know that we、yeah. can trust this person. Can、yeah. they consult and carry us to、yeah. the point where we can get a new job?、Yeah. You know,、yeah. can they do that? Yeah, do they have my best interests at heart?、Yeah. Both clients and candidates、yeah. will say that. Yeah, right. So it's always and and that's the other thing in this role. You be have to be high in sales. Because it's a sales function,、mm. but you also have to be high in empathy, yeah, high、absolutely. in integrity, yeah.、Uh, trust is also quite high, yeah. So there's a lot of things and a lot of levers, and you also have to be really good operationally because otherwise you can't get anything done. So was that a big switch? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, absolutely. How did you switch from? I mean, I know you were running a big business before you joined. You you set up your own business. In those first kind of few months, though, I mean, we talked about sort of the brand, and I mean, I've looked at your website; all trendy photos, so trendy. <laughs> I mean, compared to kind of Robert Walters, where we're not trendy, we're, we're just we're changing we're, that we're for, website again. We're very again. sort of prof- <laughs> formal and professional, you know. But yours is like a little hat on, and it's just so cute. <laughs>、um, so, in those kind of first few months, how did you go about thinking? Okay. What do I do about structure, process? What do my one-on-ones look like? Do I am I going to drive a KPI-driven business? Am I going to be more outcome-focused? Like, where do you decide? In terms of when when、in、I started JKK, up, yeah, because obviously you'd come from a big business before,、yeah. which would obviously have its own structure and stuff,、yeah. and there's obviously things that you probably liked or didn't like. Yeah. So, what did it look like when you first set up that business? What did you want from it? What did you want to create for for that business? How different was it? Okay, so when we first started, it was a team of four, and, right? And、uh, so it was, it was actually going to be just me and my assistant. But then、right. some of them were like, "Going, oh, can you please bring us?" And I went,、uh, <laughs> "I'm going to get into a whole lot of." <laughs> so no, not now. <laughs> I have to、get、start、sued. first,、yeah. and then I can. Then we'll think about it. But eventually,、uh, I had a team of four. Okay.、Uh, so one assistant and two others. Right.、Uh, and it was really simple. We, both of them. 
who joined me has never worked in any other firm except at Aquin. So oh, from okay, Aquin, okay. so I trained them and then they came over okay. and they joined me. Um, we just wanted to be happy. Okay. Very simple. And when you're saying happy in terms of happy <laughs> earning loads of money or happy ha- work from home, happy work half days, happy, I don't know, what, what's happy? Happy. <laughs> you know, I mean, like in any organization, I remember when I was in Aquin, when I first started, I was employee number one or I had to restart the business, but essentially I was employee yeah. number one. Yeah. And, uh, and my boss then, uh, Greg Savage said, you know, I want this business. If you can bring this business up to 10, James, I'll be very happy. So I did that in about maybe two, three years, yeah. right? So I was like, yeah. And then he was like, nope. You know, let's... Let's have a few more head head count yeah. We <laughs> so, can have another 10. If you've done 10 now, an extra 10 is going to make so, a huge amount of difference. So we, we moved up, you know, <laughs> till 20, you know? And then, but after... Because this is such a... a well... It's very time-consuming. If you mm. want to do this job well, it's very, very time-consuming, mm. right? Well, you end up being very internally focused. Internally as and external as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have to spend time with your clients. You mm. have to spend time with mm. your candidates. You even have your own life. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it, it's not just what, coffee over an hour and then everything's done, Yeah. right? Um, when you keep adding people or when you want more, quality will dip. Yeah. And when quality dip, then you become uh, your identification, your sending people out ten, tends to not be on point. Mm. You don't, I won't say you don't really care as much, but mm. because you have to do the volume, you mm. need to get the numbers in. If mm-hmm. you don't get the numbers in, you're not going to make the placement, mm-hmm. right? That's when quality suffers. So for me, when I was managing 20, I was like working through people. Uh, and then I was, uh, I was like maybe what, one step or two steps behind because I can't be everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah. But I was still really interested. So for me, I wanted to get back into the relay that we want to say the business, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking to clients, talking to candidates because I was really interested in that. So happy in that sense when, and actually because when we started, we're all on commission. We yeah. don't get paid fixed salaries. Yeah. So, so highly motivated. Then. Yeah. You you know, if yeah. X amount is what you're happy with, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna I'm not gonna put a target over your head. As- so I'm interested in that because there's not that many <laughs> I didn't realise you were gonna mention it on the podcast. I thought you were gonna keep that secret. I was, uh, no, you know what? I like I like that you've brought that up because I think there are a lot of businesses where especially, you know, people that that, that, that I meet up with that sometimes the staff they're not always motivated by the money that isn't a big motivator because you know might be on a high salary they've got their you know their commission yeah. scheme where it's yeah if it's just pure commission do you find then that you're not having to be very KPI focused because they're already driven they're already self-driven like what you know what are the differences do you feel I think that with with if you're having like no safety net right mm. so by by default then the person out there I mean, you need to fend for yourself, yeah, right? Because if you don't place, you really won't make any money, yeah, right? Um, and everybody has different kind of levels of, you know, what m- will make them happy. But I will tell them, I will still give them, okay, if you hit this number, this is how much you'll make, That uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is mm-hmm. how much you make. Mm-hmm. So at least they know, and there's no cap. Right. There's no cap, okay. right? So you can earn as much as you want mm. or as nothing. Right. It's Do you feel it affects quality though, because they are commission? Do you feel them they they're chasing it hard, or do you feel or, or not? I know you're gonna get, <laughs> don't answer. Don't do a politically correct answer now. Um, I say it would. It differs from people to pe- person mm. to person. Mm. I can't just say you know quality is yeah. affected or yeah. it's really really high. It really mm. depends on the person as well. Mm. Um, but because okay. If I just go back to JKK, I'm very involved with every practice leads. I know what they're going through and what or what jobs they are and who they're presenting and stuff. Um, and, and they will talk to me as so well. So you still have that control? I, kind of, yeah. you know, because I know yeah. and they'll come to me and they say, what about this and what about that? And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And if, we, if there's a red flag with a candidate, I'm quite happy to say, let's just pull this. Mm. Because to me... Um, it is not just about that placement that you make now. Because, I mean, if you're in this for the long term, then it is your reputation at stake. Mm. 
your reputation. Especially when your name's then, the, and your JK name Kasia, is your yeah. company. <laughs> can't get away from yeah. that, can you? <laughs> no, can't. <laughs> so it's, you know, whoever that's out there, you know, when you're out there presenting and you're saying a person's good, mm. there's no perfect candidate. Mm. Um, but you need to present the person fairly. Yep. These are the strengths. These are the areas where it may need a bit of help. Mm. So, Mr. Klein, if you feel, uh, you know, blah, 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 then, you know, where there are challenges, if there's a structure or there's a situation with a mm. team that can help them, then, you know, y- you have to consult that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. When you were, just going back to when you first set up, but the reason I'm asking this, because I get this quite a lot from new leaders of recruitment firms, it's kind of where do you start? You know, do you put, do you put PDP? I mean, not 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 in terms of recruitment, more in kind of internal development. You know, do you put PDPs in place? Do you do quality appraisals? Do you you know how do your one on ones look like? You know, what where do you, what are the what were the most important PDPs meaning personal development? Yeah, plan? were there were there things like that, that you looked at, or did you say no? Keep it keep it simple. I and mean, do you still keep it simple? I like, still I'm just, keep it really simple. Okay, uh, because we're only twelve. Uh, I'm very involved. Uh, Every- Not 12 years old, by the way, everyone. <laughs> no, much, 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 much older. Uh, uh, um, everybody is different. So I've got people joining me and none of my team have worked in another recruitment company before they joined me. So all of them come from industry that right. they recruit for, right? Right. And they are maybe in their mid-30s. They may be in mid-level management, upper Apple mm. middle. Some mm. are already managing directors in their right. own right. So you already, know. they're already accountable. Already, already yeah, accountable. Already yeah. But you have to manage them differently. Mm. You know, their styles are very much different. Uh, it's but not, how did you go about that then? How did you learn to be able... You I mean, talk to them. It's, talk me through that. <laughs> talk me through talking to them. You know, it's, how did you develop it's, your style? How did you then identify how to get the most out of them with their different styles? I guess, what did you do? I guess from, from very basic, before they join JKK... I have a policy where when I interview, I will interview first, I will suss them out. Then um, my assistant, director of operations, Nina, will also sit in. She's amazing. Yeah. Then after that, I will get everybody to interview. Okay. Do you get right? them to focus on different things? Then? Are there certain I, things I, you poke no, holes at? Or I, would, I would just tell them, tell them the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. The highs and the lows, what okay. they can expect uh, mm-hmm. in JKK as well as in recruitment, mm. uh, what it is like because they have never gone into it, right? So don't sugarcoat, don't mm. only sell the good stuff, everything, mm. right? Yeah. Uh, and that's when, you know, we will get from the questions that the candidates ask, you will know whether this person might be able to, might not be able mm. to, and then I'll kind of like modify as well. And then very early on, um, I will I will really shadow them as very closely. Whatever level. Whatever level. Okay. Yeah, so I'll go with the client meetings unless they don't want me to. Uh, Has that happened? Yeah, some of them were quite happy. Not I'm like, fine, you know. So if I don't... Were you fine though? Because you sound I, like you, you know, the, those initial stages, this is your name on the door, yeah. right? So did you, the does initial, that hurt? No, <laughs> no, no, you to no. Go initially? The, the initial stages was great because we all worked together at Aquen. Oh, okay. So they weren't complete strangers. They in were that complete. Respect. So okay, I had already four. worked. Yeah, there were four. So we right, were completely right. fine. We right. just we didn't need to. <laughs> what about new ones coming in, though? How are you trying, you know, how did you establish your relationships with them and get the best out of them? How did you get to know them if you weren't using specific diagnostic tools? You know, if it like was more? some of them were our candidates. Ah, uh, okay. Right? Who. Again, didn't know what else to do. Maybe we're in the crossroads and want to do something else. I'm yeah. like going, why didn't you recruit for the industry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we've had chestnut. some re- relationship with yeah. them, uh, but maybe not as close from a work uh, mm. relationship. Uh, but really, it's about yeah. I would have weekly meetings. Uh, we will all. I still do structured. Uh, yes, we will go through pipeline. We would, I would know the roles. Uh, I will ask them why they sent X, Y, and Z, and tell me why. You okay. know, uh, okay. so they will tell me. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes what they will do as well is before they even send it to the client, mm. you know, they'll come like, James, I've got these four candidates. I'm like, oh great, um, and I think they're great. I'm like. Uh, okay, and why are they great? Okay, and so you're getting them to sort of justify it, like yeah. a client would. To yeah. just, so you're always ensuring that quality is Correct. always there. Correct. Is that why you keep control of that even to this day? Yeah, and yeah. that's 
And that's tiring. Would you say, yeah, I was going to say, do you think you're a control freak or do you think this is what you need to be as, as a leader of this business? I think when you start out and when you have uh, a newish team mm. uh, and when you're building a team, mm. I think that's required. Mm. Uh, some leaders may not do that uh, because they're like, oh, you know, you should do it. But maybe because I have my name on my door, on the yeah. door, uh, yeah. I get a little bit more... Oh, what the word that came into my mind was precious. Yeah. Pride. <laughs> Pride, yeah, precious. Yeah, Making yeah. sure that, you know, that the people that I have are at the, the level that I mm -hmm. would recruit, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, I want to train them. I Again, when they came into me, they put their life in my hands to a certain degree mm -hmm. because they're all on commission, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They've left very good paying jobs mm -hmm. and they now have... So it is my job as well to make sure that they are successful, right? So I need to make the effort. If they have, uh, how would I say, trusted me, yeah. then I owe it to them. Talent Talk Asia is brought to you in partnership with Vincere, the all-in-one CRM for ambitious recruitment businesses. Visit vincere.io forward slash Talent Talk Asia for an exclusive offer for all listeners of this podcast. Is that, is that still a big driver for you in terms of when you wake up in the morning and think, okay, why do I do what I do? Is that one of those drivers? In terms of what? That in I... terms of having that responsibility over people that this isn't just they come into the office and this is someone else's business. This is your business. You're, you know, they're, yep. Yep. yes. It's, it, I mean, I yeah, I still do have that responsibility. I still wake up at night. Like say if, if a, person, uh, a particular practice leads or consultant's not billing, I worry, you know. Mm. Uh, I, I like going, okay, they don't have enough roles on, on their pipeline. Mm. Mm. How, how do I help them? So mm. how do I open doors for them? Or, yeah. you know, so it's, we can talk about strategy and stuff. And I think leaders always talk about that. Yeah. But I think leadership is also about, doing you know um in and what it, way when someone comes to you with a problem mm. <laughs> i mean ideally you would like them to even think of a solution first right yeah. as well but if they've come up with a solution and and it doesn't work your job is really to help them solve it mm, to right? unravel it yeah, yeah. so yeah. and in typical search you know it could be how do i biz dev you know mm. i don't have context here i've mm. uh, they would look at you and if you go back and say, why don't you try this and that and this and that, you know, it, it, okay. You know, but it'll be better if the manager would go, okay, finance. Okay. I know so-and-so and you will be, or I know Citibank and I can make a call and maybe yeah. two, three, four degrees of separation will get to where we need to get to. Yeah. But you need to help open doors from a client perspective mm. or build relationship mm. with them or from a candidate uh, sourcing point of view as well. Right. So, Yes, you've got LinkedIn and yes, you've got various tools and stuff, but... So is everyone else. Yeah. What's so, different? Yeah. So, you know, as a leader, I think uh, in, in the search business, you have to be... You have to solve problems for the people that work with you. And you have to take away their roadblocks as much as you can, mm. right? Um, that's not to say that they throw every problem that they have at you and, yeah. you know, I mean... But what about when it's the when, what about when it's not so much a like a recruitment process? It's more a personal thing, not not personal, but more. Um, I haven't placed anyone for a couple of months. I've lost my mojo, my confidence gone. It's a bit like you know a football player that hasn't scored a goal for a while. They have to watch <laughs> themselves scoring a goal to remind themselves what it felt right, like that right. they are capable. Right. So when you've got those insecurities, I mean, I'm hearing a lot at the moment of the call reluctance. Huge amounts of um, in terms of topics that are coming up that people are concerned of just that confidence to call the C-level. You know, what can I say? They're going to put the phone down on me. Do I have, a, you know, can I add any value? Do you... Why do they ask that question? I don't It's just, a th I'm just, I, I don't know. It's just a thing. It's just a thing out here right now. It's been happening for a couple of years where okay. people are feeling, I think maybe some of the new recruiters coming through um, for whatever reason are feeling a little bit nervous when they're approaching senior heads. And so a lot of those senior heads and clients aren't always getting getting phone calls or yep. they're not getting approached. Yep. And so it's only going to be those certain consultants that have the courage to do that. I think it also depends. The confidence 
why people don't call and and stuff could also be kind of like their backgrounds um mm. and that's one of the reasons why i always recruit industry and not mm. particular recruitment yeah. consultants we did that at robert walters a lot of big four and actually it worked fantastically well yeah. so if they know the industry they shouldn't be afraid mm. but even then uh, they may not like sales you know what i mean so picking yeah. up the call and stuff that yeah. it just feels a little bit yeah. foreign to them yeah. so you help to a certain extent uh they will get used to it um mm. but i think let's say if someone doesn't come from the industry's pure call then the manager has to do a lot more so you would the person the 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 consultant will have to interview the crap out of whatever industry that they're mm. recruiting for mm. and try not and you need to be able to crawl before you walk before you run yeah so yeah. try not to hit the md or the director yeah. immediately yeah. because yeah. your knowledge for that sector may not be as yeah. as high yeah. so kind of that confidence isn't it yeah. building it up yeah build it up talk to the ground level mm. try and get your market intel find out what the role and you know find out structure like say for example if you've never been in banking you're, you're doing this and if you're doing a particular sector if you talk to someone junior he or she might be able to go okay yeah. you know this is Teach how blah blah blah, yeah, blah blah absolutely. you know but if if you go and ask a senior person, they're going to go, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I first did a, did a banking role and it was OTC, over the counter. Yeah. And I thought, what's well, like going to Boots or Superdrug? <laughs> what's this over the counter? Is it a chemist job? What the hell? <laughs> so, yeah. So you've got to get to know. You've got to know that yeah, lingo. Yeah. So, or you do look like an idiot. So it just yeah. really depends on, on on the person going in. And mm. I think that the, the leader, your manager, should be able to assess where you're weak and be able to support you, whether it's additional training, whether it's knowledge transfer, mm. whether it's mentoring, coaching, you know. But what you're saying is that for what's worked for you in the past is getting people from industry, but also demonstrating, do, watch, letting them see how them I see do it. Letting how you do it. Yeah. yeah. Just so pure I would, demonstration. Yeah. yeah. So on the job, see how I do it. Uh, like I, this is what I normally say. And sometimes uh, when they come from the industry, because they're all quite senior, they all interviewed before. Yeah. You know, so they, oh, how, how difficult is this, right? Yeah. So they all would come with some semblance of that. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they overthink, mm. right? Mm. Uh, so I, I won't question them on industry knowledge, you know, because you're the expert. Yeah. yeah um, so you go do it. But, I know what to do when it comes to search and headhunting and how you present people. So the team has heard me saying this time and time again. Stop thinking yeah. and just do. Yeah. <laughs> you That's know? it. Is it above the door? Yeah, no, no. They've heard me say this like, <laughs> stop thinking and just do it. You know, uh, yeah. if James says yeah. do it, just do yeah, it. So there could be a bit of procrastination that goes on, isn't there? Yeah. Like, too, yeah, just too much. Just do it. And yeah. then let's say. What's the worst could happen? If it delivers results for you, great. If yeah. it doesn't, then we tweak it a little bit more. Yeah. You might have a certain style yeah. uh, and, and you can modify it accordingly, yeah. but just do the steps first. Yeah. Right. Are you someone that likes to go to the bookstores and buy loads of leadership books or no. leader notes? Nothing. <laughs> See, I'm the opposite. I'm an absolute nerd. No. I, I will read everything just to find one snippet of information. <laughs> so, no. so where is it? So, so where did it come from? How? Why do you, you know? Why? What do you like about leading? And because you could just have done it on your own, right? You could yeah, have just would have been yeah. you know less of a headache, I'm sure. Yeah. So, what drove you to actually build a business, run a business versus doing it on your own? <sighs> I think it was people. And so it first mm. started, I wanted to do it with just what, with me and one other person just supporting me mm. from an admin standpoint. But then two of the, my team members wanted to join me, <laughs> right? So I was like going, oh, right. Come on, then. <laughs> yeah, so it was more <laughs> of that. That's how it kind of like became four. Uh, and then after that, when we were doing this for like about six or seven years, uh, I was turning jobs away because right. we just, four of us just couldn't handle. Yeah. Uh, so how did that feel? Was, it felt stupid because yeah. we were like going, I'm turning jobs away, yeah. you know, there's something wrong, there. there's something wrong mm -hmm. here. But I was going back and forth, back and forth in terms of kind of like, do I expand? Do I not? Do I mm. uh, for two years? Oh, were you? Because I just because I built Aquin from one to 20. Yeah. You know, and, and but then you had support as well. And I had support so, yeah. and stuff. And, yeah. and uh, but then I was like going, wow, do I have to go back and do all, do I really want to do all of that again? I wasn't sure, mm. right? 
but then I said, well, at the same time, it's really dumb to to turn business away, mm-hmm. right? So, so at the ripe old age of fifty. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look 50 by the way <laughs> at the ripe old age of 50 <laughs> when I actually told myself I was going to take a year off sabbatical I just basically decided mentally going I'm going to expand so wow. that sabbatical went out the door oh uh, <laughs> feel, feel sad <laughs> but you didn't get to do a sabbatical it's still there it can be there it you can, can do, in, yeah. in, in the coming years so so then we grew so we grew um, we started to identify people and so three years on yeah so well, no, that was so now it's about the youngest of the oldest uh, is, I think, going into his fifth year. So that was wow. five years ago. So you've retained those yeah. people? Yeah. God, that's incredible. <laughs> so how have you managed to do that? Uh, I think it's a combination of you pay them well. Yeah. Uh, so that it, it makes no, no sense for them to it, go anywhere It can't else. just be money, though, right? It can't right. be... It, it can't it can't be just money because yeah. there are firms that will throw money yeah. at individuals so it must be something else so right? i think i think the money thing is important because people yeah. have to live yes right <laughs> so you need to help sort that Especially one in out singapore yeah f- sort that out for them i think the other thing too is is support and the environment and the leadership mm-hmm. um and yes some people may think I'm micromanaging. Some people may say I'm just, you know, he, he's how all do about they descri- it. How do they describe your style? If I rang oh, them all up and said, de- depends me. on who you ring up. Oh, really? <laughs> what time because, of the day? No, because again, different different people have different styles. So yeah. some people I mm. really need to micromanage. Some people mm. I really don't have to. Right. So depending on who you talk to. Um, so they it's different would, style for different people. You can't have absolutely. one size fits all. Absolutely. If you had a new leader listening absolutely. to this podcast. You can't. You can't, mm. you know. Um, so... That's quite tiring, though, because you're having to then completely change styles and adapt to those situations. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you, I, I constantly do this. So, so one thing is the remuneration. Two is mm-hmm. leadership, working alongside them, right, uh, and mm-hmm. supporting them mm-hmm. and giving them an environment that they can do that. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, that we have done, and is, I have done this since I started JKK, is... Um, I tell everybody, yes, we do have an office, but you don't really have to come to the office. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, to me, as long as the work gets done, you know, a- as long as you are accountable because you're all adults, yeah. you know, yeah. go you do care. it. Do you go, do you go to the office? I do. Every day? I do. Why do you like going to the office then versus others that don't? Actually, I would so prefer to work from home. <laughs> would you? <laughs> yeah. Would you get anything done though? I actually get more done. At home? Mm. Okay. Because mm. I won't say I don't have distractions. I don't have people coming. James, that's what is true. this? It's that's different that, that, if you're that, leading. Yeah. People yeah. are going to come at you. Yeah, that's different. But if you're an individual contributor in your team, do you, you find that people do prefer to work from home. They'd yeah, rather I, that. I've got some that do and yeah. and some that do like the, the you know, the team environment. Yeah. So when you need team, then come in. Yeah. You know, uh, I think that's one thing that we, I've done uh, kind of like it, it's, it's that flexibility mm. yeah, because, yeah, you know, if you're at home, you can put stuff in the laundry, get that going, still do your work, do your, oh, you no, know. I'd be watching Netflix. I'd be a nightmare. I can't work from <laughs> home. I'd have little nana naps. No, it's not good for me. You know, I mean, that was me when I was doing it when we were four uh, and I was actually actively recruiting. I, I would do whatever I need to do and, right. and still, yeah, yeah, multitask, but mm. still focus on, on what I need to yeah. do, right? Um. But that gave me the flexibility. Yeah. Um, I won't say in this job, for anybody that wants to be successful in recruitment, you will not get balance because your balance and my balance are, is very different. Again, yeah. depending on how much you want to earn, yeah. right? Yeah. But I think a lot of uh, the team that has joined me enjoy being with JKK is because of the one overall culture. culture. But, yeah. but the other thing is the work-life flexibility that they get, Yeah. right? They yeah. get paid that comp plan is good yeah. you know they they're have not got to be in at 8 30 to do something they, no. yeah they, you know they i don't force them do yeah, yeah to do that uh you know if we have one-on-ones then yes show of up course. for that yeah. um and that tends to be friday the team normally comes in okay um but you know they would some would come in half a day and then scoot off uh i have all well with 12 of us two of us are guys and all of them are female <laughs> 
some are moms, some are still single, some are getting married, you okay. know, at, at different stages of your... So the men are the minority. Yes. I love that. Yes. That, that's for the love firms, actually, isn't it? More women in recruitment. Yeah, but, you know, so I think the women, and I won't say enjoy it, but they... They get that flexibility yeah, where, absolutely. you know, when they have to pick up their kids, they can go. I, yeah. I, I don't I yeah. don't hold them back. You know, yeah. if their kids say you have to work from home, what go ahead. What empowers them, right? Yeah. It empowers people to have that flexibility. Then yeah. have to, you know, with the whole coronavirus thing, it wasn't much of a shift for you guys then, was it? No. So it was like, going, so it was oh, like, everything's oh, right. sick. <laughs> okay, if I see another picture of an office that's bare doing, <laughs> doing remote work and I'm going to scream, it's like, yes, okay, we get it. You're working from home. We understand. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we've been doing it for 10 years. See, that's incredible, isn't it? You know, it? and, and I, so I think that's the other thing that's kept people... Uh, mm. There and I think, I think it's the value also. I would like to see or think that I bring to each of them. In what way? I can help problem solve for them, right? You know. Do uh, they rely on that though? Do you find some that they of them can do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to work that one out because he, he'll tell me the answer. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's human nature, right? But do you still enjoy that? Do you still like being consulted on all of that? Yeah, because I get involved in their business. Uh, it's a it's a two way street, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah, there's there's no secrets, you know. I know what they're doing, and they they know what I'm doing. Like, Is that say, you're nosy. No. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm so it not. sounds like you're interested in your you, that you are genuinely interested yeah. in your people. You care for yeah. the people that work for you. Yeah. What frustrates you about being a leader of a business? Oi. What gives you the headaches? What drives you As, crazy? Uh, I guess the things that that make me uh, that. The things that I enjoy being the, uh, a leader sometimes also has a flip side to mm -hmm. it, right? Um, so it's not frustrates you, mm -hmm. um, but it's like sometimes, you know, being at the leader, you're at the top, right? Um, mm -hmm. And it's lonely and, you know, Very they're saying so. and mm -hmm. all that. So it's like when, you, when, you're, when you're faced with an issue or a problem, who do you talk to? Mm. So that's one thing, mm. right? Uh, you might be able to talk to some people outside. I'm like your friends or yeah. maybe more senior, but if they yeah. don't really understand the business, they, they might not be able to help yeah. either, right? Yeah. You can't really talk to your staff. No. Right? Because no. It, sometimes, sometimes it can you, be quite confidential, can't And you it? can't say that. So yeah. it is or it's kind, about them. <laughs> <laughs> kind yeah. of lonely at the top. Yeah. So you have conversations with yourself. Yeah. You know, and. But is that where that creativity side, when you're able to, you know, whatever it might look like acting or whatever, that just lets you be able to think it through? Because mm. I, I always found when I went, to the went to the gym at lunchtime and I was managing people I just found it let my brain just slow down it just got me to think through yeah. that problem really different I'd come back and go oh I'm okay now I, I've worked that one out you actually need to escape it for me for the longest time and still is is fitness right so so what is it you do what do you do I too? have gone through phases oh, right, so okay. first it was like running yeah then it was just your normal gym. Mm. Uh, and then I progressed to having a personal trainer. Ah, uh, okay. And then for one point, I was crazy into CrossFit. Right. <laughs> and okay. then I, until my knees gave out and I couldn't do it anymore. So I went back into personal training okay. uh, as a, having a personal trainer. So I've been still doing that. Okay. Uh, but then more and more so on top of that, mm. I think it's just having your own quiet time. Yeah. So, you know, some I mean, if you're not religious, you can talk about mindfulness, mm -hmm. you know, and, and if you are religious, some way go into meditation, mm -hmm. you can say pray, yeah. you know, whatever it yeah. is, yeah. but whatever form it takes, it just, what that means is just telling your mind to settle down. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Quieting mm -hmm. the noise, mm -hmm. right? And whatever that basically centers you, mm. take some time out. Yeah. Right. And then... Processing it. everything. <laughs> yeah. I always think yoga, that's the last why yoga yeah. is so popular, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It just, it allows, you know, and also it's people like me that hate exercising. So just to stretch all morning, that <laughs> <laughs> requires not much effort. Um, we talked about that culture side. Mm. Um, is there anything that, I mean, to build a culture? I mean, you said about the renovation, the leadership, remote working, that's created a culture. How have you been able to? continue building a culture i mean what are is there certain things throughout the year or that you have to keep ensuring that you're that you build on that coach culture what, what how would you i i think i think culture again everybody feeds into the culture the leadership mm. i would feed into the culture mm. my direction and whatever mm. would be the culture as well but everybody 
all, all my staff feeds into that as well, right? right? How they interact with one another. So that keeps it living. Yeah, you know, and that keeps it going from every day. And I'm not saying that there won't be times when people will disagree among themselves, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, it will happen, right? Uh, yeah. But the main thing is there needs to be open communication. And sometimes that's, I think, maybe the hardest uh, because again, you when you have different personalities, some are not confrontational, some and it is. And especially that, if you're remote working a lot of that time yeah. as well, you're doing that on WhatsApp or on yeah, meeting right. Room. Yeah. So and so those kind of things, like it's it's tough, right? So if, if you decide, let's say, if anybody decides to to work remotely, which is completely fine, right? Is it productive though? Uh, it can be, and again, it depends on the person. Uh, if, but for you managing it, do you feel you have got to manage? I know you've been doing it for a number of years, so you, you probably don't even realize what you're doing on it. Like it's just standard, right? <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, what do you need to be doing to ensure that that works, that people aren't having a little nana nap or disco nap, as I like to I call mean, it? I mean, if they want to have a nap, they can have a nap, nap right? Uh, seriously, because, I mean, for my model, they're all on commission. Yeah. It's different, isn't it? If yeah. you were paying them a salary, then yeah, maybe then, that would yeah. be kind of... So a, a, a little bit more going, well, what, <laughs> what are you get doing? Out of, get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You know? It's going to be a little bit so different. So mine, mine, no. mine is different just because they're all on yeah. commission. Uh, so you want to take a nap? Go ahead. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, you're responsible. How are you trying to create a team ethos when they are remote working? Like when you said, you know, what tools are they using? How are you just making sure that everyone talks to each other, that everyone is communicating, they are sharing information? Sometimes it get not, lost. Sometimes not always. We, mm. you know, again, depending so on still style, a work in progress. It's still, it's still a mm. work in progress. Yeah. But you know, you have tools at your. So we're all on the Google Calendar. Yeah, so right. anybody, you know, so. My life's on Google Calendar. Right, so okay. Anything, you know, from having a haircut to going to the gym. Right, doing up to someone's house. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's in, so everybody right. just puts their stuff there. Okay. You know, if they're going, if it's personal, they'll say put personal lunch, blah, blah, blah. So we all know what everybody's yeah. doing. At so any already there's trust in that calendar, actually. Correct. Yeah, so if you, don't put it, if you don't put it in, we won't know. Yeah. So the main thing there, I guess, say is like, just in the event somebody calls, need to find you, and you're having a haircut, I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe now's not the right time because you can't, you know. Yeah. So it's just knowing that, okay, right? Uh, or if your candidate's going for an interview and all of a sudden a client calls and your candidate's not there, mm. just make sure that we have the details. So yeah. if someone gets a call, maybe me because the client may may know me and I have no idea where yeah. I can at least go. Okay, I yeah. can pick up and someone can follow up. Yeah. Right. So it's things like that. Yeah. It's it's yeah. that. Uh, and you know if if there's coordination uh we use whatsapp put everybody on the call from your admin to me right. just to, getting everyone involved yeah and yeah. just you know so if it's an arranging of interview then the admin person will know that that's my job i'll take it over and then yeah. they'll say yep done sorted going yeah. to you know blah 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 yeah. so w what we've also done is uh like for example if if i have maybe two or three consultants working on a role because uh, the candidates could come from different tracks. Mm. Uh, then we will have the client in that group chat. Okay. As well. Okay. Right. Okay. So none of this, what I'm trying to do is kind of like not, uh, everybody's on the same platform. So yeah. you, you can just talk yeah. through that. Yeah, I like that. You know, so I that, like that a lot. yeah. So there's no, ah, oh, she didn't tell me this and I don't know what's yeah, happening I really with that. Like that. Da, 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 da. I think, yeah, it's, it's completely transparent. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you try and be mm. as transparent and mm. CC the hell. What's so difficult in terms of copying your manager, you know, or copying somebody, you know, so that just put. Yeah, just saves time. Yeah. With the, obviously, this week has taken a bit of a turn with the coronavirus. Yeah. You know, we've all been in Singapore, been going through it the last few months, but now it's hit Europe and now it's all, all of a sudden become more <laughs> it's serious. Global. Yeah, it's become more serious now, now yeah. that it's in Europe. Um and with obviously Malaysia shutting its border, I get this sense. I feel it. I am getting the phone calls of worry, <laughs> which understandably. Um, how is that going to affect your business? How? What are you thinking of right now? What do you need to be doing differently? What's you know? I think in any situation. Okay, this one might be a little bit, but I've I've done this twenty years, so I've gone through the financial crisis. <laughs> I've done. I've gone through SARS. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, going through coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, 9-11, all of that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. God, <laughs> I was thinking about them the other day, all the things that, that have got, come and gone. And I've, yeah, I've we've, about 9-11. We, yeah, 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 we've all gone through that. Yeah. And, but the main crux of it, good people will still find jobs. So if mm-hmm. you know the best people mm-hmm. in the industry that you recruit for, you will still be able to place. You know, you, okay, in good times, you might have uh, a job sheet or, you know, a job rack of maybe 20, 40 roles. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you have that, how are you going to fill it? Don't know either. But let's say, you know, you have more briefs than you yeah. have candidates, right? Yeah. So maybe in, in tougher times, that goes down to around. 10. Yeah. But, you know, you, your focus is on 10 and making sure you fill it. So if you have a very strong understanding and, and contact base. And if you don't get it. And quick. Yeah. Then build that build that candidate side. You have to build yeah. a candidate pool, right? Uh, as well as your clients, you have to do both, actually. What you do. What else do you think you need, you're going to be doing? What, what's going through your mind at the moment? I think the other thing with COVID as well is the senior leadership uh, roles, the, the more... Ha- yeah, the leadership roles are going to be a little bit more... Fewer maybe mm. this year, mm. uh, and we're already seeing where companies are like going. If they're in the first quarter of the year, they're like, "Oh, okay, maybe we need to put a hole on this for yeah. now. Let's see how I the hate business, that word. Yeah, let's see how the business. Yeah, goes. no, let's not. Let's just <laughs> still keep hiring. For sake. So that's going to be so. The senior level is a little bit iffy mm. again, mm. depending on on the organization. But is that an opportunity though, from your perspective? It's that- an opportunity for the level down. So okay. you, you, you're going to give current employees are going to be giving their number twos and their number threes opportunity to punch above their weight. Okay, good, right? good point. Good so point. because they're cheaper, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> you know, uh, and they, if you over deliver now and you can show your value, yeah, then once this is over, you should be promoted. If you yeah. don't get promoted and your company, most likely these people are leaving. Yeah, and from a leadership point of view. Mm. The leaders that companies now are looking for are leaders that stop talking, had enough talk. Get on now get on with it and tell me how you are going yeah. to operationalize or your strategy yeah. or whatever. It's your mantra, stop thinking, do, do it. it. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. You know, enough it's, of... Tell you, it's going to take off that. It's going to take off <laughs> this year. That's stop all I'm going to say. Just do, just do. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, it, it's that. So we're seeing that. And then, but yep. the mid-level... The junior levels, that's going to still, the churn's going to be there. So, you think? Yeah. For you guys in your sector? There's still going to be churn. Yeah. Um, freelance contracting may go up mm. uh, because, you know, of you, course. Can, you can't get flexibility. Tea. Is that something that you guys do? You do, do the contract. Really. Are you going to be doing it now? Is that something you're thinking well, that we, you could possibly do? Well, I've, I've told the team to keep uh, a lookout for really yeah. good. The, the challenge in Asia is contract is not, a way of life it's not inflated what well, it is what it might be if there's no job out there and the only correct. thing is a six-month contract correct that's where it all came out of in terms of financial services with a lot of the markets turned and it was a so way that of getting people might, in. might change people's mindset yeah but in the past you know the the contract is i'm, I'm again saying this very generically and mm-hmm. you know uh they tend not to be the best people around because mm. uh, they'll they, take the perm one. Yeah, mm. the, the the best ones will will take perm jobs. So it's a shame though, because I really feel that is opportunities for people that you know that don't necessarily want to get into yes. a big corporate and stay there yes. for years and years. I know talented people that go and do yes. co- in New Zealand, for instance, a great contract market. You're going going a role for six months and come yeah. out and don't want to deal but with all the politics. Go on holiday for a bit. The market's like that in outside of Asia. I know, yeah. In Asia, it's very it different. It needs to change. Yeah, maybe this it will change really it. really <laughs> needs to, yeah, maybe. You never know. Maybe. Right? So, so, yeah, I see that happening. So, f- with COVID, I'm looking at that. Then, the, all this thing about working remotely. That Done, may, tick. Tick, 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 Done but that. We've been doing for 10 it. years, so, yeah. you know. Done so that. Like, Done okay. that. That's easy. <laughs> what about trying to create, just to make sure that your ship is tied and that people realize that, yes it's going to be tight well, you know that it's going to be tough yeah what have you had to sort of say or do differently with with your staff i think i've 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 told them like just make sure that you know you really need to still find the the right people so maybe in the past where a b plus would do now you can't 
settle for B plus, you need to find only A and A plus. Okay. So you need to do you need to work a lot harder. It's more scrutiny on you. More scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Your level of consulting needs to go up. So it's not about bums on seats. It really is about business consulting. Okay. You know, uh, and you need to up that. And if you okay. can't, I come in and I'll help you. Okay. Right. I like that. You know, yeah. so things like that. It, it needs. We all have to be a lot better in what we do. We can't take mm-hmm. shortcuts. We mm-hmm. can't take things for granted. Uh, we also... And it will be those firms that do continue to carry on as usual. Doing that will be out by the for the next few months. They'll, it'll be like, like what, what always happens when these markets turn. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. You need And you need to show value, right? Mm-hmm. You need to show value. You, I, I tell my, my practice leads, you need to talk to your clients regardless. Even if they don't have roles, it is not a waste of time. Yeah. You need to be interested in their pain. Exactly. You know, it's yeah, their it's pain. It's not about you. Yeah, it's it is about, about them. them. Yeah, yeah. They're How going, do you think they're feeling? <laughs> they've got bigger workplace, you know, yeah. big corporates. You, you, to... are, you are helping them solve their problem from a talent perspective. Yeah. But before you can solve their problem from a talent perspective, you really need to understand their pain. Yeah. So where is their pain coming from? Yeah. You know, what are the... What well, that's where trust is built. I think it isn't always done, you know, collecting yeah. a job spec. It yeah. is done in terms of how, how are you getting on? How yeah. are things? Or, or you, you know, it's it's everything, right? It's, it's how yeah. you're getting on. It's how's the business. And, you know, you really need to come in and you you really need to consult at a different level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and those that do that well... Um, We'll survive this we'll year. We'll survive. Yeah. You might think, you just might think, oh, I've done so much work, spent so much time with clients and candidates and I, nothing, no placement. But when the time yeah. turns, it will, it they will, will remember you. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. And the other thing that we also do is, uh, is kind of like what I call reverse marketing, mm-hmm. right? So that means you, you think of yourself as a sports agent, right? So if you have a really good candidate, I will go there and find a job. But before you can even do that, you really need to understand your industry. Mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, really understand the client's business, blah, 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 their pain. So when you're listening to all of that, and if you have a person that can solve their problem, they didn't give you a job spec. Yeah. But you've just said, I've got this person Mm. And he or she's been doing this, 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 that can address your problem here. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. May not be working, may be working. I don't know, you yeah. know, but you have that conversation. Yeah. And if and if you do talk sense <laughs> and if you are solving your client's problem, yeah. they go, yeah, I would like to talk to you. I'm not sure whether I can hire the person right now, yeah. but I want to know who this yeah. person it's is. It's a partnership. Yeah. yeah. So make that, make that connection, yeah. right? So... The candidate that whom you have found, hmm. you're giving them an opportunity. Just manage your expectations. It's not a live role, but this is da 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 da. Yeah, I think it is just encouraging, and also on the yeah, just in, also just encouraging clients to have coffees. Yeah, you know, it's just continue that talent development search, even yeah. though you may not be hiring, because it yeah. is so important to know who's out there. Yeah, and clients. Okay, no salaries, just no don't people. waste your client's time. No, no, no. They've got to be decent talent. Yeah, You've got to put your name on that and know correct. that it's a good one you're representing. Correct. But just, just continuing those conversations, mm. even if it's virtually, because yep. people don't want to meet people face to face. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you, you always have to think about solving problems. Yeah. So what's the future for you and the company? What does the oh. next few years look like? I know we talked about sort of the depressing coronavirus. Let's get off of that. <laughs> Bored of that. Um, what's the future look like for the business and for you? I think it's good. I mean, this year's our 10th year. Uh, yeah, it's coronavirus hits, but, you know, what a, <laughs> what a year to be. Yes, but I think you'll be all right, you know. I came to do this business because I enjoy it. Yeah, you know, I I enjoy dealing with people, and mm-hmm. this is the job, this is the people job to death, right? Yep, definitely. Uh, so you really need to enjoy doing what you're doing to survive. It is not just about recruitment. You you need to care about the industry. You need to be vested in it. You know, uh, I I don't know how. Okay, this is one thing that I've told a lot of uh, people that. I don't want to join me. I said, you can be a recruiter or a headhunter and you can treat this as a job, mm. as a nine to five mm. job. 
you'll be as successful as the amount of time you put in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But if you treat this as a lifestyle mm. and you really do enjoy, this will take off because you can do this till, I, I used to say till you're 70. Not yeah. that I want to do it, but you know, <laughs> you, you can do this till you're old and gray, you know, because the people that you're placing in jobs are only going to progress in their careers. Yeah, right? absolutely. So absolutely. your relationships are going to grow. Yeah. You know, you may have placed them uh, in a manager level. Yeah. They're now maybe a CEO yeah. or but an MD. But that's why it's so important, these, the, le- the, the amount of service, the quality of the service that you provide at every stage of your career. Because if you get yourself a reputation that isn't good out there, you can't yeah, repair that. It's yeah. just so, as you're saying, building building that with the junior ones. So when it gets up to the senior level, it's just so much easier for people. Yeah. Yeah. So in, t- in terms of the business, I think we're in a good space. Um, I think we're just going to carry on doing what we're doing and mm-hmm. just just being focused. Mm-hmm. because uh, And happy. And happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you're not happy doing what you're doing, then... You need to figure out why you're not happy doing it, and is 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 the job that you're in really is what you do? Fulfilling. I mean, w- Does yeah. it still fulfill you? Yes, yes. I mean, you would have your ups and downs. Yeah, naturally. You know, uh, mm-hmm. in like in any job, but yeah, I wouldn't be doing this uh, for twenty years if I didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, bit of a sucker for punishment. Yeah. yeah. Because it's tough work. It's yeah. not easy. It's not yeah. a work in the park. You know, there's yeah. so many things that you need to do. And, and all that people see is just maybe the coffee that you and a candidate yeah. or a client has. Yeah. They're that's, the perks. They're just the perks. That's the right? tip of the iceberg. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the bit that's underneath the water. Yeah, yeah good point. Mm. There's so much work to yeah. how do you get the car? How do you win the trust? Yeah. How do you, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Well, I want to thank you for your time today. Oh, I I'm, I know you, I know I know you. We could probably go for another hour to be honest. We're already an hour and five over already. <laughs> I'm 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 always fascinated about meeting new people, and I enjoyed thank our you. coffee. I was so excited to see you today. Thank My husband you. keeps saying you're really taken with this James. You can't stop mentioning him. <laughs> and I said, I know. I'm sorry. Just he's so cool. Um, so for me to meet um, someone that's running a successful business, but thank also you. has a flair for other passions, as thank I you. do with interior design. So I I wish the business all the success. Not that it needs it. Um, good luck for this year and in getting through that challenge. But thank from you. what you've just conveyed, and thank you for sharing other for other people that can hopefully ride through the storm this year which which everyone hopefully will um and i wish you all the best thank you so much thanks again thank you bye 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 you have been listening to talent talk asia podcast by the career establishment to learn more about the career establishment our people and our latest thinking visit us at www.thecareerestablishment.com or find us on linkedin twitter and facebook 